This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. We are so grateful for our new sponsor, Kosas. Go to kosas.com slash made for this for 15% off your first purchase of $50 or more plus free shipping. So if you're just joining us this summer, we are taking hot topics and a lot of your questions and a lot of your questions had to do with anxiety. So we're going to talk about it. A lot of the issues that I have talked about in the past in my books address this. Get Out of Your Head is the quintessential book if you are struggling with fear or anxiety, depression, in any way, mental health, or just overthinking. It is a really helpful resource. And so I would encourage you to go get Get Out of Your Head if you haven't read it yet. It will help you bring some order to the chaos of your mind. We have power over our thoughts, and that is a really powerful and helpful truth. However, I'm writing a book now about our feelings and our emotions. That is a very different beast. So when we're talking about anxiety, I want to address it in two parts. I want to talk about our thought lives and I want to talk about our emotional life because the way that we are taught in the scriptures to handle each one is just a little bit different. So a lot of your questions had to do with what does Jenny do? What do you do in the moment that you feel anxious? So that's what I really want to address in this episode. And it's super easy to do that because this happens to me at least weekly, sometimes daily, but certainly weekly, I will be hit with anxiety. And, and let me be clear about what I'm talking about when I say anxiety. Anxiety in my research is not actually an emotion. It's actually a diagnosis. And I think we've been too quick to treat it like it's a feeling. It is a diagnosis. When you have anxiety, it is because fear has actually affected your body, that your body is feeling the effects of fear, that it has moved from a thought or just a feeling to something that has caused your chest to get really tight and to possibly be controlling or to feel like you can't master or cause your body to calm down. That's a panic attack is is it your body is escalating and it escalates to a point where it cannot any longer control. And so your breathing picks up and it all of a sudden you you feels like you can't breathe. That's what a panic attack feels like. And so for some people, it's they shake. For some people, they rock. You know, you're, you're doing something to try to bring back control of your body. And so I just want to be sure we separate out because sometimes I think we could just call everything to do with fear and worry, anxiety. And we're all stressed and we're all feeling fear or worry about lots of different things in our life. So I want to back it up just a little bit and make sure we're using the right feeling words. Welcome to first grade, everybody. We're going to find our words. What are you feeling? I'll give you a story. This is often how it works for me. I actually get confronted with a feeling in my body first. And this is so often the case for people. And scientifically, this is, is how it goes. We usually feel and feel it in our body before we even think a thought. So I will feel my chest get tight. I will notice my teeth are kind of gritted. I will notice that my body, my shoulders are really tense. That's how it expresses itself for me. If I'm really, really anxious, I'll get nauseous. I'll feel sick to my stomach. I'll get kind of what you would think of as butterflies, my mom used to call them. And so those are some of the symptoms for me. Your symptoms may be different. I'll notice that, of course, right? I'll notice I feel uneasy. I feel like my chest, it's, it's harder to breathe right now. 
I'll notice my teeth are gritted. And then what do I do? And there's three things that I do. The first thing that I do when this happens, and it happened this week, is I'll have to stop and ask myself, what's wrong? What's wrong? Why do I feel this way? Because I don't always know. And some of you are laughing at that, I know, but most of you aren't because you're the exact same way. I don't always know what's wrong. My life is moving quickly and there's a lot of parts to my life. There's a lot of people I love. There's a lot of activities that I'm involved in. There's a lot happening. And so I sometimes have to take inventory of my people and my circumstances and go, what is triggering this right now? Because never, not a day in my life, I don't believe, I could be wrong, not a day in my life has that list of circumstances and people all been perfectly well and right. (laughs) I know. It's just terrible that we live in a fallen world and in this world we have trouble. I would love a perfect day where not one thing is wrong with anyone or myself or my life. Haven't gotten that day yet. We will in heaven. But right now, it's all pretty complicated. So sometimes it just takes a minute for me to think what is stressing me out. And it's not always the obvious thing. I could have a fire burning in my kitchen of just in my home of something that is real, that is just broken and screaming and difficult. And y'all know those things where it's just the thing that is wrong, but that's not the thing bothering me. The thing that's bothering me is that I was cut out of something that I really wanted to be a part of, or I had a sideways conversation with someone and it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a fire. It wasn't something urgent, 911 in my life but it's still kind of gnawing at me. A lot of times the small little bitty fire is the thing that actually is is causing my anxiety. So I have to name it and I have to first be able to say, okay, I think what's wrong is this. And then this is what I do next. I put it on trial. Is this thing worth my anxiety? Because sometimes the thing that is bothering us isn't even real. And so this step is actually really important. So first you name it. Second, put it on trial. Don't just assume that it gets all your attention. Don't just assume that it's real. It possibly isn't even real. It's possible that thing is bigger in your mind than it is in reality. And this is where statements that I've talked about in the past come in really handy, like assume the best. If it's a conflict with a friend, assume the best, really. I mean, unless it was really obvious and that person was obviously disappointed in you, assume she's having a bad day. Assume he's stressed about work. Assume the best about them. Don't make something bigger than it is. (laughs) Some of you needed to hear that. Don't make something bigger than it is. And it matters so much because I think this is one of the greatest plans of the devil to get in our minds. And I talk about this and get out of your head that, that the enemy has a plan for your mind. Where he lies is in your head. That's how he gets to you, is he plants lies and confusion and chaos in your mind. And the way you fight back is to take the spiritual weapons that God promises us in 2 Corinthians, and he says that we have power to destroy strongholds, that we have authority over our minds. We take captive every thought. Those are all lines of scripture out of 2 Corinthians. So those are all things God has given us authority to fight back against the enemy and the lies that we can tend to believe. And so often one of the ways I think the enemy gets to us is he he magnifies things that are small and things that are big, he shrinks them. And so I think what putting a thought on trial or a fear or an anxious thought on trial does is it helps you decide, is this something I need to forget or is this something I need to feel? 
guys know that I do not share things on here that I have not tried myself and I'm obsessed with. And I'm really picky about makeup. It's been a while since we've talked about any kind of makeup and skincare brands here on the show, but I have been trying Kosas now for a few weeks and I am obsessed. Every morning, especially in Texas, because it's so hot and humid and a lot of sun, I really like to wear SPF every day. What's so great about Kosas is their Dream Beam is almost like a tinted SPF, but it has hyaluronic acid and things that are good for your skin, but it just kind of leaves this really natural finish and you can just put it on quickly after you wash your face in the morning and you're ready for the day. So especially if you don't like wearing a ton of makeup and you wanna let your skin breathe, you want a little bit of coverage, Kosas is the best. So my biggest thing throughout the week is even if I know I'm just gonna be doing kid things all day or errands, working from home, whatever it is where I maybe don't need a full face of makeup, I have loved using Kosas because it's like my little five-step makeup process that I can do in five minutes or less. Made for This is teaming up with Kosas, and right now, Kosas is offering you guys 15% off your first purchase of $50 or more when you go to kosas.com slash madeforthis. Kosas makes clean makeup for skincare freaks, so their complexion products are actually proven to make your skin, your texture better, and so they're dermatologist tested, they're safe for sensitive skin. When you do their Shade Finder quiz online, it perfectly matched my skin tone. The Kosas Revealer Concealer is so weightless. You can use it like an eye cream, a concealer, a spot treatment. I sometimes put it around the base of my nose or a little on my chin. It is one of the best-selling makeup collections at Sephora. Guys, Kosas is the real deal. You guys have to go try it. So don't choose between wearing great makeup and taking care of your skin. Right now, Kosas is offering you guys 15% off your first purchase of $50 or more when you go to kosas.com slash made for this. Go to K osas.com slash made for this for 15% off your first purchase of $50 or more plus free shipping. Go do it. Sometimes we need to feel our fear. We need to feel our grief. We need to feel our anger. In fact, most of the anxiety in the world has come from this lie that we can't feel our feelings. When you suppress any feeling. Anxiety is going to be the way it comes out. That, that shaky feeling, that, that instable feeling, it's because there's suppressed anger, there's suppressed fear, there's suppressed worry. You haven't said it out loud. You haven't even let yourself feel it. And so feeling your emotion, it's interesting. It's a completely different way than our thought life. Our thought life, we take captive. We fight back. We tell the truth. But when it comes to our emotions, you see a God who feels deeply. You see people who are given the grace to feel deeply. You see Mary crying at the death of her brother with the God that has the power to raise him forever. And he cries with her. There's grace to feel in the Bible. And because we don't feel that grace in our souls, then we don't feel what we need to feel. But putting that thought and that emotion on trial, you're able to make a decision. Is this, is this valid? Is this worthy of time to feel it. And I would just say, sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Sometimes, yes, you need the grace to go, I need to feel this. And sometimes you go, you know what? I think I might be making way too much of this. I think it's pretend. And if it's real, even if it's small, it's okay to feel afraid. It's okay to feel mad. It's okay to feel it. So first you name it. Second, 
you you ask, why am I feeling this? Where is this coming from? And, and what am I going to do with it? And then you decide, what am I going to do with it? Some of you are listening to this, and it's not you that feels anxious. It's the person you love. It's one of your kids. It's one of your friends. It's maybe your spouse. And I want to help you help them because I think what happens when the world is spinning for someone is they really just need a safe place, a safe place to process because you cannot believe the power of just processing what you're feeling with someone. So I would just say if your kid in the next 24 hours expresses to you or you can sense that they're feeling anxiety, say, hey, buddy, what you feeling? How are you feeling right now? Talk to me about it. And be a safe place. You cannot believe how healing it is to just be with someone in the thing that's making them spin. I can't tell you how many times I've called my husband or a good friend and said, hey, can you just listen to me talk for a minute? And I share it. I just share it and I process it right there. And the safety I feel and the way that that begins to heal my mind. And I, my shoulders relax, my breath get longer, my teeth relax even, and I feel at ease again just because someone is in it with me. Y'all, we love you guys. Thanks for listening today. If you want to read more on this topic, if you want to dive deeper, Jenny has a book called Get Out of Your Head. It was transformational in my own anxiety journey. Um, I'm sure some of you can, you can go back and listen to my story, but Get Out of Your Head is such a helpful book, helpful tool even to give to the people that are struggling in your life. We know you guys just will love it. So we'll make sure to put the link to get out of your head in the show notes. And there is like a whole season of episodes based on get out of your head. So go back and listen to those. We can make sure to put the link as well. Thank you for listening and being here today. We'll see you next time for another episode of the made for this podcast.